the song says, Lord, let us become more aware of your presence. Lord, it's where you reside, Lord, that the Holy Spirit is, Lord, and we want that to be here in this place tonight, Lord. Here in our hearts, Heavenly Father, to say, Lord, reside here and say, Lord, let us become more aware of your presence, Lord. Let us become more aware of your goodness, Lord. That's the God we serve. That we don't look over our shoulders, Heavenly Father, because we're afraid of you, Lord, but that we celebrate, Lord, how good you are. And say, Lord, thank you for being so, so good. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness and your grace, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness and your mercy, Heavenly Father. Lord, we come tonight, Lord, give you thanks, Lord, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. For the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, Lord. That is the spirit of the Lord, Lord. And we say, let us become more aware, Lord, of your goodness. We become more aware of your goodness, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being so good, Lord. And thank you for this time together, Lord, with our friends and our family here in New Beginnings Church, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in this place with you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give him an amen tonight, church. Church, will you welcome one another tonight? Amen. family. Amen, amen, amen. Hey church, we want to welcome you into the house of the Lord here tonight at New Beginnings Church family and also want to welcome those watching from afar on our, on our, rather, on our live stream. We welcome them as well. Hey church, um, man, it's so good to worship with you and be here with you tonight. Church, my name is Michael Romero, your worship and arts pastor here at New Beginnings Church. And um, and thank you so much. I, I, I want to thank those who have uh, welcomed me back home with open arms. That has been the majority of you. Uh, well, really all of you. I'm not saying that there's no people that weren't welcoming. <laughs> I didn't want to infer that. But church, it, it's just been such an honor just to be back. I missed you guys. I missed you guys so much. Uh, but thank you so much. In just a little bit, you'll be able to see um, kind of what we were up to in Florida and how, how fun that was. Uh, hey, church, uh, a couple of things I wanted to catch you up on. Uh, really, just one thing I really, really wanted to focus on tonight. Uh, men of God, where are you at in the house? Men of God, amen. There are many, many, many of you guys in this room. Where I need you guys to really show up is beside this room. I also want you guys to show up at the uh, 2023 New Beginnings Church Men's Retreat. Amen. I want you guys to be there. Uh, and in case you didn't know, the registration for the men's retreat is open. And uh, we actually found a small little glitch for some reason uh, that that registration link had not been opened 
for some, we've been talking about it, and then, I wonder why nobody's like registering. Just an FYI, nobody had really told us anything until finally last week, a brother came up and said, hey, it said it was closed. And I'm like, what? I, it's in, in like a minute, we were able to fix it. And so I appreciate that brother coming forward. Uh, but guys, that glitch is fixed, and we were able to, it's completely open. So if you have not been able to sign up for it and you want to, maybe you want more information on the retreat, there's a QR code right behind me. And that QR code on my screen or maybe on the screen in front of you at home, if you, if you just scan and just point your camera there and click the link that pops up on your phone, you'll be able to find out a little bit more about that uh, men's retreat and also sign up for not only just that men's retreat, but maybe you want to sign up for baptism or maybe you want to sign up for child dedication coming up um, this month sometime and, and uh, we have meet the pastors, you want to sign up for that, you want to sign up for or just maybe connect with the front office, that's the way to do it, guys. Okay, and that's what I really wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, besides that, church, um, I also want to remind you and thank you so very much, church, for your faithful tithe. And, and if you have not been able to, a couple of people have also come up and said, hey, how can we give? How can we continue to, to, to make this impact in the community? And if you haven't done that, there, the ways to give are behind me electronically. If you have not been able to do that, maybe you haven't been able to set it up. It's very fast safe and very, very convenient for you guys to participate in e-giving. And so it's whether by text messaging or maybe you, you want to do it uh, on your phone through the NBC ABQ app or through our website. It's all done there. Or there also are tithing boxes at every one of our entryways here into the sanctuary. And if you would love to continue, maybe you said, I've never participated in that. I encourage you to do that. One, the Lord has called us to do that. It's a mandate given to us by God himself to give 10% back into the kingdom. And then we go over and above that with our giving and our, and our offering. And my church, we are such, such uh, a giving church. And thank you so much for your generosity, church, always going above the tithe. But church, with that, uh, I don't want to take any more time away from Pastor's awesome message that he's got for us today because I'm sure it's going to be piercing for all of us. And we have something very special to show you guys. Please turn your attention to the screen.
Hello, everybody. <laughs> we, uh, I'm, I'm Jessica Ramirez, your children's minister, and we are getting so excited because we're getting ready for an unforgettable week where we're going to help kids to discover how Jesus shines his light to us and how we can shine our light to, to a whole world that desperately needs it. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> you know what it is, guys? What it is is it's going to be five nights. If you've never sent your kids, I want to challenge you to send them. It's a fantastic time. So we're going to start on a Sunday night, July 23rd, and we'll go through the 27th. And it'll be from 6 to 845. You'll bring your kids here. They're going to have a fantastic time doing games, music, Bible adventures, um, snacks. Okay, so I'm probably going to bring my this dog to it, you know, <laughs> if that's fine. Probably no pets. No, yeah, no, space no. boots. No, 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 no. Children, children, children. children. Potty trained on up. Children. Okay. <laughs> but my dog's potty trained. Anyways. Um, so how do I even sign up? Because I actually have a, I actually have my mom's caretaker's granddaughter who's nine and she needs to hear about God. That would be perfect. That, because we're planting seeds, right? So you would, you would anybody in your life we'd be planting seeds so to answer your question to sign up for it you would go on to our website and on our website there's the events page and you would sign up through there or through our app so in in either one of these areas you'd you'd sign up and and bring anybody nieces nephews and it's it's all on there and they're going to be having a fantastic time okay good because i have the app already um i type every week um (laughs) but uh i really wanted to make sure i to do that because Obviously, I'm at that age where I have to be a responsible adult, you know, and one of my responsibilities is at least that Jesus gave to everybody, not only adults, is to shine Jesus' light. And if you really, let me just give you a little scientific fact. Uh, there's about like 8 billion, not 8 billion, but a few billion, several billion stars out there that shine light. You know, the stars, those are actually uh, suns that shine light, and really, I'm trying to see if I can back to the kids. Absolutely. And if you guys partner with us, we'll all be planting seeds together, right? Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. I believe that's it. So uh, I believe Pastor can come on up. If we could just go ahead and give him a, a welcome onto the stage. Thank you, Dolores. Appreciate that greatly. And thank you, guys. At this time, youth, you could be dismissed. And uh, you guys have an amazing class tonight with Pastor AJ. And you guys tear it up over there. We need to keep praying for our young people. We just had a young 19-year-old girl that her family's very committed to our church that was murdered on Monday night. That's happening more and more in our city. We need to pray a covering over our children, protection over them. And we need to speak against the spirit of violence in this city. We need to start being the light of Jesus, and we need to be the peace of Jesus. And when we walk the streets, we need to speak life and not death. Amen? Tonight, I'm sharing, I've been doing this study on the Ten Commandments, Ten Values of Strong Families. 
And there's no secret that families are fragmenting at a, a, just an alarming rate. It's scary. The average marriage today in America lasts only seven and a half years. You know, back in the day, if you made it to 25 years, you would renew your vows. More and more people are saying, Pastor, can we renew our vows at 10 years? Because they're like, yeah, we made it past seven and a half. Man, we've already been married 10 years. Feels like five minutes underwater. <laughs> it, it's, it's a challenge. Families are a challenge. Do you know that 60% of second marriages end in divorce? Do you know that every 30 seconds a divorce takes place in America? Every 30 seconds, that's to a minute. Kids now can even divorce their parents. I mean, the family is being under attack. And tonight, I want to talk about honoring your parents. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, it says, Honor your parents. Honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long and a full life in the land the Lord your God has given you. God, help us to really understand how to do that. I pray in Christ's name, amen. It's saying, honor your father and your mother. And it's saying this, it's not saying children, honor your father and mother. It's saying, honor your father and mother. No matter how old you are or how young you are, you're supposed to honor your father and mother. So if your mom is 100 years old and you're 80, you're still supposed to honor your, father, your mother or your father. Whether you're a young kid, you're supposed to honor your father or your mother. We are supposed to honor our children. And the first question I want to deal with is, why did God give us this command? You know why? First of all, because there's no perfect parents in this world. Parents are, 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 are human beings, and they're sinners. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Do you understand that our mom and dad have the capability of messing up? And you know what's really sad? A lot of them did. I know I did. And don't act like you didn't, because I know most of you. And you weren't perfect parents. I wasn't a perfect parent. But we have a perfect God, so he gave us these commands to help us be the best parents we possibly could. And he's saying, I want you to honor your parents. I want you to honor, and you want to honor the position of parenthood. Because some of you are saying, why should I honor my dad? Why should I honor my mom? I had lousy mom, I had a lousy dad. You're honoring the position. You're honoring the title. You're honoring the person behind that. We need to understand that. God wants to honor the position of parenthood regardless of the personality behind that position. So if your mom was a real jerk or your dad was a real jerk, you're supposed to honor the position, man. Thank God. You know what? It's like you might be thinking, well, I didn't have a choice. Guess what? Neither did they. You came along. It's like, well, we didn't have a choice. I'd rather have a girl than a boy. I'd rather have a boy than a girl. And then as they get older, man, I really wish I had a boy instead of you. I really wish I had a girl instead of you. Yeah. In other words, you know what? Sometimes we end up with who we end up with, 
but we're supposed to honor that person and honor that position. Another thing, another reason God gave us the Ten Commandments is because respect of authority begins at home. When you don't respect your mom and dad, that's why your life is so helter-skelter. That's why your life is so messed up. Don't tell me, who do you think you are talking to me? It's like, because you grew up in a home where you didn't respect your dad or your mom and their authority, and now you can't deal with any authority. Authority at school, authority at work. There you are arguing with your boss. Who made you boss? Well, guess what? <laughs> I own the company. I own, I, I'm the boss. Or I got promoted. You don't even know anything. Well, whether I do or not, I'm your boss, and you've got to do what I say. See, we need to respect those in authority. And God says it starts when you're at home. Because when you don't respect your mom or dad, let me tell you something. You're going to learn some really bad traits that are come to haunt you later on in life. That's why some of you can't hold on to a job. That's why some of you are always getting in trouble at school. That's why some of you, it just keeps going, and you go, man, nothing ever seems going right for me. Well, man, look at your attitude. Look at your attitude towards authority. Look at your attitude just with people. It's like when you, if you've ever gone to court and you stand before a judge, you know what you're supposed to call them? Your honor. They could be the biggest jerk in the world, they could be the worst judge in the world. But the reason you're saying your honor isn't for the person that's wearing the robe, but it's the robe that the person is wearing. You're honoring the position. You're saying, yes, your honor, because you represent the law and the judgment of that law and the judgment of the Constitution, so I am respecting the position. And I might think, you're not a very good judge, but guess what? They're still the judge, aren't they? <laughs> and man... That's what's hard. That's why you can have an appeal. You can appeal and say, wow, man, this is, well, guess what? Authority begins in the home. And when you don't respect at home, you're going to end up having a lot of problems. And when you want to appeal, it might be too late because you're mom and dad. You're already a grown adult and everything's going horrible. And you're blaming it on the world. You don't know the kind of dad I had, the kind of mom I had. Guess what? I might not have known that. But let me tell you something. You can still learn from them. I know some people that have the worst dad in the world, and they are the best dad in the world. I know some people that have the best, the worst mom in the world, and they're the best mom in the world because they learned on what they didn't want to do, and they learned from that position, and they said, you know what? I know what I want to do, and I know what I don't want to do, and I want to make sure I do the things I want to do, and I don't do the things I don't want to do because, man, it's so easy to do the things we don't want to do. Have you ever found that to be out true? Haven't you ever just found out that you're like, oh my gosh, I, don't, I didn't know that came out of my mouth. I shouldn't have said that out loud. Wow, boy, am I in trouble. Why? Because you lost respect for authority. It's important that we learn authority at home because once you learn to respect your mom and dad, then you know what? You learn to respect people. And you see it out in the marketplace. You see it at schools, you see it in community cl uh, clubs or organizations where people are, yes, sir, no, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And you're like, wow, what a person of great politeness and manner. Why? Because they learned authority. They were taught authority, and they learned authority. And another reason God gave us the Ten Commandments, because how we relate to our parents 
affects our relationships. How you relate to your parents is gonna affect your relationship. You know that many surveys have been done and people that get along with their parents have less stress in their life. So man, if you didn't get along with your parents, that's why you're always all stressed out because you're always like, eh, nobody does what I eh, I don't like being bust around. Eh, nobody Good thing there's nobody like that here tonight, but I've heard that there's some people like that. Please don't point them out. Oh, they're like that. They are, they're right here. You don't have to show, show who they are because most of us know, don't we? You've seen them at school. You've seen them at work. You've seen them in your home. You've seen them with people that just have lost total respect and they don't have a good relationship with their parents. A lot of times they take it out on their marriage and their spouse. And that's why they're not happily married or their marriage doesn't last very long because they've been so angry with their mom or their dad, they take it out on their husband or their wife. Or they take it out on their son or their daughter. It's so important that we learn to get along good with our parents because in life, it said we read the scripture, we live a lot longer. And not just because they're going to kill you, but <laughs> because literally, you're not all stressed out. You're not filled with all these ulcers and anxiety and heart attacks and on and on. So then the question I want to try to answer is then, how do I honor my mom and dad? How do we honor our parents? How do we honor them? Well, first, as children, we honor our parents by obeying and respecting them. We obey and respect them. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, look what it says right there. In Ephesians 6, 1, it says, Children, obey your parents. This is the right thing to do because God has placed them in authority over you. And say, obey your parents. Obey them. Make sure you do what they, they tell you. Make sure they do what you're supposed to. Man, when you obey... That means you're willingly doing it. You're pleasantly doing it. You're immediately doing it. The Bible says that we need to do that. You gotta remember, man, my mom and dad work hard for me to have food, clothing, shelter, education, the church, and they're my taxi. They take me all over the place. Whatever, mom, mom, can I have some money to go to the movies with my friends? Mom, mom, can I have some movie? Uh, money because we're gonna go hang out. Dad, can I have? Can I have? Can I have? Man, remember that they're providing clothing and food and shelter, insurance and all these things for you. And man, so when they say, "Hey, I need you to clean your room," yes, ma'am, no problem. Start on it right away. Some of you are like, oh, I wanna, oh my gosh. It seems like if your kids are having a meltdown, oh, golly, you're only 13. What's wrong with you? Oh, my gosh. You throw a fit longer than it takes you to clean your room. Oh, I got to take out the trash. Oh, why do I always have to take out the trash? Because that's your job. You're the trash man. You're the trash girl. Take out the trash. Ah, I have to take out the trash. I have to take out the trash. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't they have to take out the trash. And, and, and all that time, you could just wrap it up, boom, take it outside, throw it away, put the new bag in, and dun-dun, it's done. <laughs> ah, take out the trash. I got to take out the trash. 
Why doesn't anyone else ever take out the trash? Oh, my gosh. Just obey your parents. Obey them. Life is a lot better for you when you obey them. You're a lot happier. Man, just get over it. We don't know how to do that. It's crazy. I don't know what's wrong with us. And, and, and so it's real important that as children, we honor our parents by obeying them and respecting them. Look, sometimes, look, I'm a parent, okay? I'm a dad. And I'm also a grandpa. And sometimes we want to be cool and we want to make our kids feel comfortable and, and, and make them feel groovy. They don't use groovy anymore. Some of you are going, what does groovy even mean? See, back in the way old days when I was a kid, people would go, groovy, man, groovy. Then they started saying, that's far out. That's dope. That's dope. Now I don't even know what they say. I'm so old, I don't know what they say. Now they're going back to groovy. I don't know. It's a whole cycle. But your parents and your grandparents, wanna, they want to relate. And sometimes they're making fools of themselves. Just don't go, Grandma, you're making a fool out of yourself. Grandpa, you're making a fool. Just say, oh, my poor Grandpa. I love that guy. He wants to be so cool, and he's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the other day for Father's Day. My grandson goes, Grandpa, man, let's put on... I got two pairs of tennis shoes. You put a blue one on and a red one, and I'll put a red one on and a blue one. And there I am doing it. What's wrong with me? I love my grandson. And then the crazy thing, I did that. This guy came up, dude, that's like so rad, man. I'm going to do that. I got those shoes at home. So now he's got a red and a blue walking around. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. My pastor did it. I could do it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that's. Uh... But let's respect our... Elder, let's respect our parents. Let's obey them. Let's do that. Another way that we honor our parents, as young people, we honor our parents by accepting and appreciating them. We need to learn to accept them. Look, the older you get, the more you realize your mom and dad messed up a few times. Or you might even realize they messed up a bunch of times. But look, I heard Dr. James Dobson, he's a Christian psychologist, and he said this one time. When a kid's 13, they think they know it all. When they're 15, you build a box with a hole in it so they can breathe and a little slot so you can feed them, keep them in the box. When they're 18, you plug the hole. <laughs> oh, my gosh, my kids are out of control. When they're 21, they think, oh, my God, my parents are idiots. When they're 30, they go, oh, my gosh, I don't even know how my mom and dad did that. How did they survive? They were so dumb. When they're 35 or 40, they go, oh, my gosh, my mom and dad are really smart. Mom, dad, how do I do this? When they turn 40, they think, oh, my gosh, my mom and dad were geniuses. They were amazing. Why? Because you realize that even though they had some hiccups and even though they had some kinks in their armor, your mom and dad had it together. So honor them. Accept that. Accept them. Choose to accept them in spite of who they are. You might think, but you don't understand. But I know 
I don't, and I don't know everything you went through. I'm very fortunate. I had a really good parent. I had a dad that just, he didn't even, he never met his dad, and his mom died when he was six months old. He was raised by his grandparents. My dad was the most loving man. He, he encouraged us. He affirmed us. He, he motivated us. He challenged us. He wasn't afraid to give us cariño, a, a caring love, he'd affection. He'd hug. He'd kiss us on the cheek, even me as a man. Man, even when I was already a grown man, I was, he died when I was 30, but my dad wasn't afraid to show me his love. I was fortunate. Some of you had a horrible father. You had a horrible father, and it's like, man, I can't accept that idiot. You had a horrible mother. So accepting doesn't mean you pretend like it never happened. But it's saying, Lord, I'm not going to ignore their mistakes. I'm not going to, but I'm not going to agree with their wrong, but I'm going to still show them that I accept them. You're my dad, you're my mom, and I accept that. I know there's some relationships that were so abusive, you have to stay away for life's sake, for that matter. But otherwise, don't be so full of hate. Stay away from me. Don't ever talk to me again. <laughs> then all of a sudden, man, I need something. Uh, Mom, uh, I thought you didn't want me to talk to you. Well, uh, I called you. It's okay. No, don't, don't play those kind of games. Talk to them. Uh, you, look, accepting them doesn't mean you always agree with them. You might not always agree what they ask you to do, but you still accept them. You're my dad. You're my mom. I respect you. Acceptance is meaning you're realizing that God used them to bring you into the world. You might have said, I had a, just a worthless father. Well, thank God you had a father. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Uh, my mother didn't amount to anything. Well, she amounted enough to give birth to you. Maybe they gave you away or they adopted you off or something, but man, you're here because God used them to bring you into life. So make the best of your life for God's glory. But you've got to realize that, that God has used them to bring you into the world. Another thing you need to do is listen to what they say. You might find out, man, my dad's a really smart man. And my mom's a really smart woman. I, I didn't even think they were that smart. I thought they were a lot dumber than what they look. Oh, wow, but they're not. They're smarter than what they look like. They got it together. They really have something to say. And you might hear them say something that isn't worth listening to, and you go, well, poor guys, they don't have it together, but I still love them. You see, we've got to be able to understand. Look what it says in, in the book of Proverbs. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 22. It says, listen to your father who gave you life and don't despise your mother when she's old. So you might get all mad at your mom. Why'd you ever marry that idiot? Don't, don't, don't. You know what? Just say, mom, thank you for raising me. I never even knew my dad. Or, or dad, thank you for raising me. I never even knew my mom. Or, you know what? Just accept them appreciate the life they did give in the book of proverbs 2020 it says right there in, in in proverbs chapter 20 verse 20 it says 
that if you curse your parents, your life will end up like a lamp that goes out in the dark. What good is a lamp that goes out in the dark? So it's saying, don't curse your parents. There's some people that curse their parents. You know what? You're the one that looks like an idiot. Even if you sit there and take time to just tell everything, you know what the best thing? If, if you had horrible parents, they'd go, oh, is your mom and dad living? You know what? Yeah, they are. Oh, do you see them all the time? You know what? Unfortunately, we don't get to see each other very much, but tan-tan, change the subject. When I say tan-tan, that means the end of the song, change the subject. <laughs> Play the next song. But we really need to really have, you see, acceptance include, in, includes being grateful. Look what it says in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 11. It says right there, be grateful for the good things that the Lord has given you and your family. You need to learn to be grateful. You need to say, God, you are really awesome. You are really wonderful. You are really amazing. God, you really take good care of me. You have provided for me. I listen and I hear, and you know what? That's really awesome. Acceptance literally means that you and I, it, 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 we learn to forgive. Forgiveness isn't always easy, but forgiveness sets us free more than them. You might, they might have already released you over to the Lord, and they're living all happy, and you're all shook up and all tormented because you haven't forgiven. Learn to forgive. Learn to release it. Learn to let it go. Learn to say, you know what, God? I can't carry this on my own. I'm not going to carry this on my own. I'm not going to keep holding on to this. I'm going to release this to you. Lord, my dad, my mom, man, whether it was intentional or unintentional, they might have been so young they didn't have a clue how to be a mom. They might not have had a clue how to be a dad. They might have had a horrible dad or mom, and so they didn't know how to be a good dad or mom. You know what? <clears throat> Quit carrying all that anger and bitterness. Quit carrying all that hurt. You need to learn to release it. You need to learn to give it up. You need to learn to say, God, I can't keep carrying this. Lord, I need to forgive them. And if they're already dead, write them a letter. And then read it out loud and say, God, this is what I really wish my mom knew this is what I wish my dad knew. Go to their grave if they're buried. And if you're at, you have access to it, if not, just read that letter out loud and say, God, this is what I wish my mom knew, my dad knew. And then read it out loud and afterwards tear it up, release it. But man, you'll finally get that bitterness out of it. Because that bitterness is destroying your relationships. That bitterness is hurting you. That bitterness is, is poking at your spirit. And it's really tearing you apart because you have not forgiven. You need to learn how to forgive. You need to learn how to release it over to the Lord. You need to learn how to give it over to him. There's at least two things you could appreciate about your parents, regardless of who they were. You could appreciate their effort. Hey, they tried. They tried and they were able to have a kid. They poor guys, they weren't very good at what they did, but well, at least I'm here. Lord, thank you. And you could appreciate their sacrifice. You know how many times your parents sacrificed for you? Do you know how many times your parents 
struggle to do whatever they can for you. Man, there's times that, that your parents, your, your mom's in there cooking, and you're going, Mom, can I have another tortilla? And there's only one left, and that's for her. And you know what the mom will do? Sure, mijo, sure, mija. And they warm the tortilla and bring it out to you, and that was theirs. Then you go, Mom, aren't you going to eat? Yeah, I'll eat in a little while. Then they're finally eating, they're eating just a little bit because you had three bowls and now there's just a little bit left. Aren't you going to eat a tortilla? No, mom, I'll get you a tortilla. And then you go look and there's no more tortillas. And you go, mom, why didn't you tell me? Because they sacrificed. There's things your father gives up. Because you know what? He wants you to have what maybe he didn't. Appreciate those things. Say, dad, thank you. Thank you so much for what you've done. Thank you for so much for what you've given. Thank you so much for what you've poured out to me. Thank you so much for how you've emptied yourself for me, God. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. One time, this photographer, back in the day, there was a camera studio, a photography studio called Olin Mill. And this guy tells a story. I don't know how true it is. But he said they were taking a family portrait. And he goes, sir, you sit here, the wife, you sit here, the kids, you sit here. And the father goes, why don't you just have all my kids put their hands in my pocket, and then I'll feel more natural. (laughs) Because they're always getting into his pockets to get the money, man. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse 22, it says, when your mother is old, show her your appreciation. You know what? There's a lot of ways of doing that. Show them your appreciation. Look, in in a few weeks, Unders Construction is going to have this amazing comedian here. And the Bible says that laughter is good medicine. But maybe you have kind of a strained relationship with your mom or your dad. Say, hey, I want to invite you. I want to invite you to our church because we're going to have this comedian there and the tickets are only 25 bucks a person. And you might go, wow. Go to a comedy club. They cost a fortune. This guy's top quality comedian, Ken Kinton. And he's going to be here. He's going to be amazing. There's a table out there where you can get tickets, but let me tell you something. Invite your family. Invite your parents and say, hey, I'd like to treat you. Can we go on a family date? Mom, how about girls' night out? Dad, how about guys' night out? We'll go get some Rudy's barbecue, and then we'll go over to the church, and, and we'll, we'll have a good time laughing together and having a good time together. You know what? Do whatever you can to rebuild the relationship that was tore down. Accept them. Appreciate them. And then another thing you could do, if you really want to honor your parents, As adults, honor your parents by affirming them and not abandoning. I think I put up there affirming and abandoning them. Didn't I? Oh, they put it in there. Thank you so much, Barbara. I sent her a text. Put not abandoning them. Man, she's so amazing. Thank you. But you know what? We need to affirm them. We need to let them know. You know what? Mom, Dad, I love you. 
because your mom and dad knows where they messed up and where they didn't. They know that they were the best they could and sometimes they didn't come through. They don't have to be told. God, I remember when I was eight years old and I went into a Barbie and I didn't get a Barbie. Well, son, I didn't want you to have a Barbie, you know? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> you guys are like, oh my gosh. This pastor's weird, man. But sometimes they just couldn't get you what they couldn't get you. Get over it. They got you what they did. That's why for Christmas, we always had tamales. That way we had something to unwrap. I know, you've heard that. Okay, okay. But you know what? It really is true. You can't always get affirm them and say, you know what? Mom, thank you. Man, you're such an amazing mama. I don't even know how you did it. You used to go, oh, we're going to have beans and we're going to have beans and chili again. Beans and chili again. Now you're a grown adult. Mama, will you make us beans and chili? I thought you were tired of beans and chili. I thought I was too, but I'm not, mama. <laughs> affirm them. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Look what it says in the book of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 27. Proverbs 3, 27. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it. When it's in your power to help them. Bless your mama. Bless your daddy. You know what? Pick up something for me. Just take them. Hey, I thought I'd pick up a sandwich for you. I was right by Jersey Mike's. I got you a sandwich. I was at McDonald's. I got you a sandwich. I was at Burger King. I got you. I was at Cane's. I got you some chicken. I was. I was whatever. Get them something. Just spoil them. I was at the gas station. I got you some coffee. Just show them how much you appreciate them. Affirm them and say, Mom, Dad, you guys have been amazing to me. Listen to them. Sit and listen. Sometimes we don't want to listen because they're telling us the truth. I, when are you ever going to learn? Yeah, just say, I don't know, I hope soon. When are you ever going to get it together? You know what, I'm still trying. Thank you for teaching me how to get it together. Don't sit there and go, I'll get it together when you get it together. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> when are you going to learn when you learn? I, I can't learn it from you. I like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. Look what it says there in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. It says, But those who won't care for their relatives, now hear this, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than what? unbelievers. So it's saying when you don't care for your own family, your mom or dad, there's some people that are there helping all the neighbors. Oh, your kid, your son is so amazing. Oh, your daughter's so amazing. She brought me some banana nut bread. Oh, your son is so wonderful. He cut the grass and you haven't cut your mom's grass. Why should I cut her grass? <laughs> I had to cut her grass all my childhood. Oh my gosh, man. Just go honor her. Show up with your mama and say, Mama, I bought you some bizcochitos. If she says, they're not as good as mine, don't get all shook up. 
to say, Mom, I tried. I tried. Garcia's wants to make bizcochitos like yours. They're not as good, but they're, Mom, I tried. I got these at Costco, Mom. They're not as good as yours, but I tried. Don't, don't get all shook up and, oh, I tried to do something nice for my mom and she's not nice to me. Get over it. If you already know your mom's not nice, why did you expect her to be nice? <laughs> Just show up and say, Mom, I brought you some cookies. Do you expect me to eat these? Yeah, Mom, I hope you do. I love you. Uh, okay, okay. Don't go away. God, I don't know why my mom's like that. I don't either, but she's always been like that. Why did you expect her to be nice? But are you with me? See, in other words, affirm them. Say, you know what? I love you, Mom. And then say to the Lord, I don't know what's wrong with my mom. There's nothing I could do to make her happy. No matter what I do, my dad's never happy with me. But God, I'm still going to love him, affirm him. I'm glad I still have my dad. I'm still glad I have my mom. Just show him that love. Show him that love. Show that you care. We've got to be able to do that. You've got to be able to understand that. Every child's got to learn that disobedience brings pain. When you're disobedient to your mom and dad, listen up, all you young people. I know you, most of the young people are in there, but if there's any young people in here, when you disobey your mom and dad, and then you go, hey, can I go with my friends? Of course they're going to say no. You know why? They don't trust you. You don't do what they ask you there in front of them. What do you think they're thinking you're doing behind their back? And you go, they disobey. You don't really say disobedience painful. You just go, life is painful. My mom and dad are mean. No, they're not. They're just seeing that you don't know how to have responsibility and you don't do the things that you're asked. And if you're disobeying them in front of their face, what do they think you're doing behind their back? Are you with me? Did anyone hear that? Man, and another thing we need to learn is that obedience, on the other hand, brings freedom. When you obey your mom and dad, and then you go, hey, mom, can I go to the, can I go to the mall with my friends? Yeah, who are you going to go with? Of course, yes. You need a little money? And you're like, wow. They let me go. Can I go to the movies with my friends? Sure. Because I know you're a good girl. I know you're a good boy. You're good here at the house. I know you're going to be out there. I know you're not going to be up to no good out there because I can trust you. I believe in you because you're obedient and you're an amazing kid. You're an amazing daughter. You're an amazing son. And I can really believe in you. And because I believe in you, I can believe in you. And you have freedom. So if you're always going around saying, God, my parents don't let me do anything, it's probably because you're never doing anything at home. So why should they let you do something out there when you don't do it there? Do it here, then they'll let you go go do it over there. Simple as that. So what does God expect us to do? If we had parents that were really horrible, he's not saying to dishonor your parents, but he's saying don't, don't, don't act like it never happened, but confront them with love. Hey, Dad, Mom, you know what? We've never had this conversation this is a tough conversation. I don't, I'm not having this conversation to beat you up, Mom. I'm not having this conversation to beat you up, Dad. But I just want you to know, when you did those things, they really hurt me. When you spoke to me like that, it just kind of messed up my thinking. You always used to say, I regret the day you were born. Man, you know how it makes me feel? 
man, I don't know what your life was like. I don't know what happened that you got pregnant and you had such a horrible life, but man, you threw it all on me. Mom, I love you and I forgive you. Dad, I love you and I forgive you. I don't need any forgiveness from you. <laughs> don't say anything. Just shut up. Tell God. Say, man, God, they're all messed up. They don't know. I'm trying to tell them. I'm trying to help them. They don't want my help. God, they're in your hands now. I did what you asked me to do, and I did it with love and care, and now I'm giving them over to you. Don't get all shook up. Some parents abandon you. Don't abandon your parents. Sometimes you have to abandon in one regard because if they say, I don't want you in my life, then you just go, well, okay, I don't know what I could do. I'd like to be in your life, but if you really don't want me in your life, then wow. Some of you were abandoned. Nowadays, because people are abandoning babies. You saw the one, I think it was, where in Clover, Roswell or Hobbs, the girl had a baby and she threw it in, tied it in a, trash bag and threw in the trash can then there was another one at a hospital she went and gave birth and then threw the baby in the trash can there at the hospital so now they have safety drop boxes for babies at a, at a fire station you could open the box put the baby in there it's climate controlled the minute you put the baby there there's weight there it rings a little bell, and they come and get the baby. They don't come and get you. That's your business. You gave the baby a safe delivery. But you know what? We need to not abandon. That's right. We need to not abandon our family. There's people today that have abandoned their parents. Yeah, you might have been abandoned. You know what? Just If they don't want you there, there's nothing you could do. But there's some families that, I'm a grown adult now. I got a family. I don't have time for you. Man, that's harsh. They had time for you. If you are a parent, you know how demanding your children are. Man, they like take all this energy out of you. Now that my hip was all messed up, and I couldn't get around like I normally, I'm still not 100%, so... Man, my, I have a granddaughter that's six years old, and she would go, she'd get my cane. Look, 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 Grandma, who does this look like? And she'd be like this. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, man, I love you, little brat. <laughs> or she'd get the walker. Uh, here I'm coming. I'm like, I don't do that. She goes, but that's what you look like, Grandpa. She wasn't doing it to insult me. We were laughing. We know how to laugh in our home. Do you know how to laugh in your home? Do you know how to laugh with your family? Do you even know how to laugh at yourself? We were watching a TV program the other day, and the husband was getting in bed, and he was going, ugh, 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 and he rolled over, ugh, ugh, ugh. My wife was laughing her head off. I go, what's so funny? She goes, that looks like you. They go, oh, shut up. Uh, ah, uh. <laughs> Hear me. God is wanting us to truly, truly be able to honor our parents. 
And if you had great parents, continue to honor them. And if you had horrible parents, learn to honor them in a way that honors God. But all of us need to take time to say, God, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you, Lord. Because, Father, I want to be the best husband, the best wife. I want to be the best father, the best mother. I want to have positive relationships. And, Lord, it starts in my household. And it didn't start when I was young, but I'm going to turn it around, and I'm going to have the model family so that people will say, wow, that man loves his wife and kids. That woman loves her his her husband and kids. Those parents love their children. Those children love their parents. What an amazing family that is. And they're not perfect. I'll tell you what, they serve a perfect God that sure has made them perfect for each other. I'm telling you, God wants to do that for you. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you and fill your heart to overflow. So as we get ready to close, some of you might have been struggling because you didn't have a good family home. And you didn't have mom or dad that really cared about you and loved you the way you were hoping to. And God is saying, I want to make it new. I want to make it bright. I want you to be able to hear my voice. And maybe you've never given your life to Jesus the reason I always ask that, I want to make sure you go to heaven. And if you've never given your life to Jesus and you want to do that, raise your hand. Say, Pastor, that's me. Anyone here tonight? And you know what I want us to pray for? I want us to pray that we get our life in such a manner that we're going to honor our parents. And if they're already dead and gone, I really encourage you to write them a letter and then read it out loud and say, God, this is what I wish my mom and dad were how amazing they were, or how not amazing they were, but in spite of that, I want to honor them. I want to do it right, not badmouth them and not curse them, but to be able to bring glory to your name. And if your parents are still living, send them a letter. It's not Mother's Day. Why does it have to be? It's not Father's Day. Why does it have to be? Let it be your family day that you honor each other. I don't know where you are in your journey. Some of you need to lay down all the pain and the pain they caused. Some of you need to just say, God, I want to do it even better than what I've been doing it. But wherever you're at, I invite you to stand with us and I invite you to come and pray if you want to release it to the Lord. There's people that want to pray with you. But would you please stand with us and would you sing this song to the glory of God and say, God, I want to thank you for the God that you are. I want to thank you for the father that you're making me. I want to thank you for the mother that you're making me. And if you messed up as a mom or dad, ask God to help redirect you to really do it right. Sing it out to the glory of God, would you? Make your way up. We'd love to pray with you. There's nothing worth more that will never come close. No thing can compare your reality.
You know what? This is the kind of sermon that either we accept real easy and go, man, I have amazing parents. Or we go, you know what, Pastor? You don't have a clue what I've gone through and what I'm still going through. I know there's some of you that have tried and tried and tried, and you still get the door slammed in your face emotionally, psychologically, sometimes physically, spiritually. But I want you to know that God has seen your heart 
and he knows you're trying. So in the name of Jesus, step out and be obedient to the Lord. So Father, I pray for everyone in this room and those watching online that Lord, we could release the blessing into your hands, that you would bless our mom and dads, and we release the pain we carry of our mom and dad, and we ask that you heal us. Now, Father, restore, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Guys, I want to let you know that this is completely different than the sermon, but there's a phenomenal movie that's hit the, the theaters. It's called Sound of Freedom. And it's concerning the sex trafficking that's happening in our country and around the world. I would really encourage everyone to go see that movie, Sound of Freedom. God bless you, church. We'll see you on Sunday. Have an amazing evening. God bless you.